Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to the Sacker Cricket Show with Travis Wakeling, focusing on all things cricket in South Australia. Welcome back to the Sacker Cricket Show. It's Travis Wakeling here with Gemma Barsby, and we have another guest who's joined us in the studio. We've gone a whole season without anyone actually coming down to the studio, and all of a sudden, we've got two in two days. I am talking about the lead sports scientist at the Sacker, our night watchman for today. It's Fabian Garcia Byrne. Fabes, welcome to the show, mate. Thanks, Travis. JB, it's good to be here. Um, when you said, do you want to come on the show? I said, absolutely, but it requires coming into the studio, so <laughs> it's, it's good to be here. No, mate, fantastic. And um, nice to have a little bit of a different angle on our Night Watchman segment as well. So our Night Watchman segment has been very, obviously, cricket skill focused and talking about a lot of bowlers who have had a, a solid innings with the bat. But we're talking about a Night Watchman who is watching in a different kind of way. So you are the sports scientist. Talk to us about your role at the Sacker and, and how you keep an eye on the, the players and all of their uh, training schedules throughout the season and, and moving into postseason. Yeah, I think you know, sports science plays a massive role in the preparation of elite cricketers. Um, we know that the game's physically demanding. So a lot of our work happens before a match in terms of what we do physically at training to prepare them for the demands. Um, during a game, a lot of our work happens post the day's play to, to make sure that the players are recovered the players are warmed up well for the next day or whatever might be coming. Um, and then post-matches, how do we prepare best prepare them for the next match? So we look at data, we use GPS data, um, some gym data, um, and then we plan uh, their training week to best prepare them. Absolutely. And you, so you mentioned there about how physical the game is. Has, has cricket surprised you in the way that in how much physical preparation and, and how taxing it is on the body? Absolutely. You know, modern day cricketers, um, the amount of work that they do in a day's play is huge. So if we're talking about J- JB in a 50 over Scorpions game, she could cover 15 Ks of distance. 15 Ks? A lot Are you it, serious? A lot of it could be walking though. So it's a, it's, it's a different like, yeah, it's weird. Obviously it's 15 Ks, <laughs> it's which like is a lot. like 15 Ks the AFL players. <laughs> yeah. And I think, That's heaps. Yeah, yeah. JB made a hundred and something in a club game a couple of weeks ago and covered eight Ks in a batting inning. So wow. yeah, just I, eight Ks in, in your the pads. Batting. Oh, yeah. and it was hot that day as well, wasn't it? Yeah. It was that's like 32. That's when I realized I need to have more protein than that. So I can actually <laughs> get bombs and don't have to run ones yeah. and twos all the time. <laughs> Work in the field, JB. Yeah. It's your role. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, you know, modern day cricketers, um, even though a lot of what they do is considered as walking, there's moments in the game where they have to be um, switched on high-intensity running um, at a split second. Um, we know fast bowlers across men and women in their run-up are sprinting before they you know, pound the ground really, really hard to propel this ball forward towards a batter. And we know as a batter, and JB can probably... Um, ha- she probably has heaps of you know, experiences in her own mind when she's played. You have to sprint between the wickets. Um, especially in white ball format. You know, we've had players get up to 90% of their max speed. So we're talking, you know, some of our male cricketers can get up to 25 to 30 Ks running between the wickets. Wow. Um, and if we're talking about in Gemma and the female game, players can get 25 to 27 Ks running between the wickets. Um, so it's demanding. 
Um, and we can do things at training to best prepare them to be able to do that at 100%. I'm really interested to know in how you manage the postseason. Now, when I talk postseason, of course, I'm talking about the Australian summer because we have players going here, there and everywhere. Some players take a break. Um, some players will um, go and do a training block somewhere. Some players will go and play overseas. Um, obviously, our women's team, the SA Scorpions, have, are in that space now where they're finishing up with club cricket but then looking to sort of plan out the rest of their year. Um, how do you keep in touch with the players uh, when they're not in touch with um, SA cricket? And, um, you know, is it things like making sure a player such as you know, Gemma's posting her Strava stats to Instagram or, you know, she's gone for a bike ride and she's just, you know, posted about it online. Is that the best way to keep in, in touch with the players during the off-season? Yeah, well, you know, Gemma's not shy to put something on Instagram if she's going for a <laughs> run. <or not>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boo! <laughs> um, no, I think, you know, cricket now is a 12-month-of-the-year sport. So we, you know, we prioritise different times of the year. Um, we're coming up to the off-season, a traditional off-season for most of our players. So we will provide them all with an off-season program that's targeted at areas they need to improve on, whether that's strength, power, speed, endurance, whatever it might look like. Um, we, 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 we like to give players um, you know, a time where they're not getting contacted by us. So we put a lot of trust that they do the programs. Um, we know that Gemma does it because it's on Instagram. Um, there's a few <laughs> other players like that. Yeah. This trap. <laughs> um, but we've got, you know, with a lot of players um, are, are traveling all over the world now playing different competitions. So we've got constant, you know, communication and um, from their staff back to us. So we're pretty well, we know what the players are doing 12 months of the year. Um, but I think, like I said, just before our culture is very, very strong around physical training. So players come back in good shape. Um, they do what they get told to do. Um, so no complaints there. Yeah, obviously, like I said before, you've taken up the, the head role of the SNC for the Redbacks at the moment. Is it something that you wanted to take on full-time for the upcoming season? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, in terms of um, where we're at at the Sacker, I think it's an opportunity for some change. Um, I think as a as a, a young um, sports science SNC coach, I think I can bring a bit more of a you know, modern swing to some of the things that we do, um, not go away from the, you know, the standards and the, the way we've gone about it over the last five to six years. Um, but I think just some new methods, um, you know, individualising player programs. I think I'm, you know, over the last six weeks, I've jumped into that, into that role. Absolutely loved it. Um, enjoyed working with senior athletes and planning what they do. So, yeah, excited to see what happens coming, coming up. Now, I've got a question for Gemma without notice that will directly directly involve you, Fabes. But, um, JB, is there someone in the Scorpion squad that um, our S&C coaches and, um, you know, uh, strength and conditioning staff will need to keep in touch with a little bit closer during the uh, during the off-season because there's always the players who excel and sort of are very motivated in this space. And then the one there's the ones who just need a little bit of a nudge here and there. So who do you, th- who do you think um, they need to sort of stay in touch with a little bit more during the during the post-season? Oh, I'd absolutely happily throw Amanda Jade Wellington out of the bus. <laughs> <laughs> she's, um, yeah, she's been renowned for, the, yeah, the last couple of bit to not exactly do the off-season programs and... Um, yeah, so I think she's definitely one to I'll have to upload everything onto Strava because she can't be accountable for that, unfortunately. So or yeah. Instagram, I don't, you know, she's yeah. not shy to put a, you know, a little post on Instagram every now and then. Yeah, so. I reckon Just not so the Strava. too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure she'll follow in Gemma's footsteps there. No doubt, no doubt. Well, um, 
Look, it, if ever I start going to the gym or having a run, I'll start posting mine as well. We can <laughs> we can all compare. I don't reckon I'd be running. Uh, I don't reckon I'd be running eight kilometres if I was out there in the middle with a with a bat in hand. But uh, Faves, a really interesting insight um, and a really really great chat and a bit a bit different to what we've been doing throughout the season, having you know cricketers on the show. But nice to have someone who who works in the environment in a bit of a different role. So thank you for coming on the ro- on the on the show and um, look forward to seeing what amazing work you can do with the boys and girls over the next couple of seasons. No, thanks for having me. Um, a tip, if you're if Gemma's in a race, I probably wouldn't back her to, to come faster. Top speed isn't always the best. But, <laughs> Slow um, and steady wins the race, yeah. babe. She's a, she's a hard worker, so um, but it's great to have to be on here. It's great to, I guess, um, showcase a bit more of the physical side of cricket. Um, I think traditionalists in the game think that you don't need to train physically, but where um, absolutely you do to be able to play the, the number of games in a cricket fixture um, and, and, and meet the demands. It's very demanding. So, yeah, great to be here. Thanks for having me. Thank you. That was Fabian Garcia-Byrne, the lead sports scientist at the South Australian Cricket Association. That's all we've got time for today. It, honestly, we fly through these shows these days, Jem, but uh, great to have you back on. Enjoy the next. What are you going to do now? So, You've got club cricket. Yep. You're going to pick up some shifts back at Jenny's Bakery. What's the what's the plan over the next couple of weeks? Yeah, I need to reach back out to them and, and see. But the my siblings are down this weekend, so spend some time with them nice. and uh, go explore a bit more of Adelaide and, and get out and about. And um, yeah, probably post a few more rides and runs on Instagram because considering I quite do that quite a lot by the sounds of it. So uh, I'll be doing that after the show. Yeah, that's right. Make sure Fabes is uh, is watching at all times. But it's been great having you on the show again, as always. Thank you. Um, obviously, uh, we've got some international cricket to look forward to. We'll have between now and next week's show, we're going to have three T20 internationals. So that's uh, we'll have plenty to wrap up next week and lots to talk about in the world of cricket. So thank you, listeners, for joining us today. I hope you have a great week and uh, keep watching plenty of cricket. Cheers.